0: The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributor and do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Good morning, friends, again. Good morning. My name is Martha, and I'm a pilgrim. Shooey booey. And my sophomore year in college, I started cutting my own hair. I'd had uh, my first fantastic haircut the summer after my freshman year. um, And I didn't know how to let it grow out or who to get to trim it. So I did myself in the dorm residence hall bathroom. And I got really good at it, I'm not gonna lie. I would like over the sink and. And um, sometimes I would think to clean it up, and other times I didn't. It just skipped my mind. As it does when you're 19. (laughs) Or just not paying all the attention, that's not age related. Um, (laughs) And so occasionally at floor meetings, someone would make an announcement you know what? People are like leaving messes. Please clean up the bathroom space. If you this, that, or the other, please clean it up. If you cut your hair in the bathroom sink and leave it, please clean it up. And I was like, yeah, who's the jerk leaving hair in the sink? (laughs) Duh. And it took a while. And I don't know if it was I don't remember the exact setting, uh, if it was within a floor meeting context or sometime later, that a friend was like, Martha, that's you. (laughs) It's like, wait, what? I had no idea that this message we all needed to hear was actually for me to hear. (laughs) Because I'm a human being who's like, I'm sure that's for someone else. And uh, that someone else, I could tell you who they are and or what their deal is which ties in perfectly to the story of getting tailed on the road today, as I'm sure I know it was going through that driver's mind. See, it's not age-based, how we know what does or doesn't apply to us or what does or doesn't apply to others. I have learned recently that defensive, nope, that driving in general, traffic, traffic is my living laboratory. I become more aware of my humanity when I'm driving a car, which I get to do a fair amount of these days, and it is not pretty. I mean, I can't convey to you how badly I wanted to tap the brakes this morning and let that driver who was tailing me buy me a new car. It wouldn't have been hard. And I I don't say that to sound like a hero for not tapping the brakes, (laughs) because if you knew how badly I wanted to. (laughs) But I've been thinking about this. Uh, The things, when I'm on the road, I can tell what other people don't know, especially when they don't know what they're doing, or if they're just a terrible driver. And my general stance is, if you're moving faster than I am on the freeway, you're reckless. And if you're moving slower than I am on the freeway, You don't know what you're doing. And so get out the way. So there's a very narrow line, uh, slice of humanity who do know what they're doing if they drive specifically the way I do, if they agree with me on everything. you know. And all of a sudden, I go, oh, that's what's in here. That's what's. Those are the terms in which I'm judging everyone else around me when I know what I'm sure is right, when I know the prime way, And everyone else must be dumb or uninformed or just wrong. And maybe they just need to hear the right way (laughs) to see their wrongness. I got raised with that. I got raised with this mentality that there was a right and a wrong way. And if you just said it as nicely enough, they would surely agree with you, whoever the they were. And it's even hidden in the phrase defensive driving. I was like, I was taught this. Why wasn't everyone taught to be a defensive driver? (laughs) This is the other thing about driving. It gives you lots of time to think um, and just kind of spool. Defensive driving implies everyone else is going to be an idiot. (laughs) And I have to be defensive. I have to be ready for anyone to make a harebrained move. I think we need a better adjective for that. Responsive, attentive. Something that doesn't pejoratively say, all you yahoos are about to kill us all, aren't you? Because another thing I'm not proud of is how often my brain says, you're about to get us all killed, when any car does any move I don't approve of. And this whole dynamic of I know what's right, and I'm sure you don't, has shown up in so many writ large, tiny ways in our culture, I would say over the last week, but really over the last forever, since humans have been around. A prime case was the Super Bowl halftime show. Some people know that was awesome, and some people know it was terrible. But they can't hear each other saying what they value. It's the same thing about democracy in theory. We love it. We love it in theory. We love it on paper. Until someone else wants to vote differently than we do. I was watching a TED Talk earlier this week about the chimpanzees who learned, like if you, um, they had the two clear cages. You may have seen a clip of this floating around the last couple of years. They're in cages next door to each other and had to perform a task about returning a rock to the interviewer to the scientist, and uh, the, when one monkey gives back the rock, they're rewarded with a cucumber slice, and so the other one does too, and they get a cucumber slice, and then, the, and then when the one does it, they get a grape, and the other one gets a cucumber slice, and he's like, how dare you, and he throws the cucumber slice. <laughs> that guy got a grape, what are you giving me cucumbers for? <laughs> so I watched the longer TED Talk by the uh, Dutch scientist who does this presentation, and he says there are two pillars in moral society. One is fairness or justice, and one is empathy or compassion. And I went, that, that's our deal. We break down to either, is this fair? Do you deserve this? Do I deserve this? Or is this kind? Will this cost me something for you, but it's good for you? The empathy, compassion side. Is a lot easier to live in, I would say, now that I have been in both. Because the fair, the fair side, justice side, you can't claim for yourself. That's not fair to me. Because honestly, what are any of us deserving of? This is why love matters. This is a long way around to where the text I want to share today. In both Ephesians 4, verse 2, and Colossians 3, verse 13, it says, bear with one another in love. Bear with one another in love. And in the message version of Colossians 3, it says it a little more relatably. So chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even-tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as you have been forgiven. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic, all-purpose garment. Never be without it. Let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other, in step with each other. None of this going off and doing your own thing. And cultivate thankfulness. Let the word of Christ, the message, the living message, have the run of the house. Love is the oil in our gears. Grace upon grace upon grace is how we keep showing up day after day, literally into this room, Sunday after Sunday, whether we are mourning or rejoicing. It's how any of this works, grace upon grace upon grace for not just if we blow it, but when we blow it. I read somewhere once, I don't know where, I should probably figure it out, a four-year-old's retelling of the um, Lord's Prayer, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. This kiddo said, forgive us our trash baskets, It gets better. As we forgive those who put trash in our baskets. (laughs) And if that doesn't get the gospel to you, to me, I know about that. I know about the trash in the basket feeling that I have or that I give. And may we forgive that in one another and believe there is more than enough love and forgiveness wherever the trash gets in our baskets. Let's spend some time listening to The God Who Is Love. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We're really happy that so many of you are finding it to be helpful and as a way to stay connected with what's going on with us here at West Hills Friends. If you'd like to Stay connected with us in other ways. We have a couple options for you. You can check out our website. It's westhillsfriends.org. There you'll find some more information about who we are as a community. You can also follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook account by just searching for West Hills Friends. You can also follow us on Instagram. We have a Instagram account with the name West Hills Friends. So we hope that you'll get connected with us in other ways. And again, thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast.